Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Rachel Rogers, and I'm so excited to be talking with you today about finding peace in the summer chaos. The summer months, I feel like from comments on social media, just conversations that I'm having with friends, this seems to be a time where parents are so incredibly stressed out because we're used to being able to give our children over to a daycare, to a school, and some daycares still do watch children during the summer months and some don't. And so for those of you that have your children and you feel like your home is chaotic during the summers, this is the episode for you. We're gonna be talking about three key things today. The first thing that we're gonna be talking about are the hidden causes of overstimulation, specifically during the summer months. Then we're going to dive into strategies to have a peaceful summer because you guys need to be able to walk away with something that you can implement immediately. And then I'm going to tell you about a free resource that I have available. So be sure to stick around for that. I'm Rachel and I'm Marcela and you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. So let's dive into the hidden causes of overstimulation as a parent. Okay, first and foremost, I feel like sensory overload is absolutely the thing that gets to us. And we don't even really realize that we're being overloaded until it's too late, right? Until we're like really, really triggered. We're very irritated. We're very annoyed. This can happen at places like the pool, for example, going to a crowded beach, right? Going to science museums with your kids. There's all these little sticky children running around everywhere. Going to the parks, right? You've got the outdoor noises. Maybe you've got the horns blowing from cars. You've got all the children running and screaming and laughing and playing. And then your kid is going, mom, 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 mom. And all of a sudden you're like, what? Right? That is, that's sensory overload. It's that all of the sensory overload or the sensory input that your nervous system is getting, it is dysregulating your nervous system. That's what's going on inside your body. The second thing are the endless requests and demands from our children, right? Mom, I need a snack. Mom, I'm bored. Mom, can we watch a movie? Mom, I don't like this movie. Mom, can we go somewhere? Mom, I'm tired of being here. I want to leave, right? And you're just like, okay, all right. How, how am I going to make it through like seven days, much less one, right? So those, whenever we are getting those endless requests from our children and we have those endless demands, it puts on this weight and this pressure. And I wanna, we're gonna talk in just a second about strategies for a peaceful summer, but I just wanna validate really quickly that it makes so much sense if you feel the, the need to yell or the need to walk away or if you freeze in this moment, or if you get into this cycle where you want to fix the situation, right? That is a good indication, again, that your nervous system is dysregulated. The third thing that I see is the, the busy summer schedule. I think that we try to fill our summers with things to do, right? Camps to send our children to, um, places to go, vacations with our family, and those things can be such a blessing and they can be such a curse because then you're like, ah, oh, man, 
I am having to juggle all of these activities. Maybe you have multiple children and they're all in summer camps or, and they're all in different summer camps at different places. And so you're having to go drive here at this time and go remember to go pick up this child at this time. All of that can, again, be really overstimulating and really stressful, right? And then more time together. This is the last thing. The more time we spend together equals more emotional intensity and the probability of conflict in our homes, right? When you spend a lot of time together, you have to work on your connection. And if there is any disconnection in your relationship with your children, you're going to feel it more during these times where you are together. So let's jump into some strategies for having a peaceful summer, because I know that you're sitting here, we're kind of like talking about all of the ick and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I like, I feel all of this, but what do I do about it? What do I do about it, Rachel? I want to know what to do. Okay. So let's talk through some of this. All right. Number one, create a calm and predictable routine. Okay. One of my favorite ideas is to set up a family calendar where everybody knows what to expect for the week, for the month. Children love predictability. And when they don't have predictability, they often act out more. So the more predictability you can give your children, the less likely they are going to be to tantrum, right? We're not ever going to avoid the tantrums and the meltdowns and the unwanted behaviors entirely, but we can minimize that. And one of the ways we can do that is to have a predictable routine. One of the ways that I love doing this with my daughter is that I will tell her what we're going to do each day and what to look for and when we're going to do that. Now, I'm, I'm hearing in my head the parents that are like, if I tell my child that we're going anywhere fun and it's like not right when we're going, all I'm going to hear is, are we, gonna, are we ready yet? Is it time to go yet? Are we going yet? So if you need to hold off and tell your kids, like, we're going to go get lunch, we're going to go get gas, we're going to go run a couple of errands, and then we're going to do something really fun, but I'm not going to tell you what it is until later, but you can make guesses. That is going to keep them in this place of happy, joyful anticipation. And they may still ask you some questions like, tell us where we're going. Are we going here? Mm, that's a good guess. I don't know. I guess you'll have to wait and see. So creating a predictable routine can be really helpful with your children. The second thing, and this I feel is hard specifically for moms, and that is to prioritize self-care, to set boundaries, with your kids, to take breaks from your kids, even if you're the only one there watching them. You can take a mental health break for 30 seconds to a minute, refill your cup just a little bit, and then go back to your children. And if you're able to take longer breaks, do that. One of my favorite ways to do this with my daughter is to take breaks together. And I am absolutely an advocate for screen time within healthy limits. And I believe that screen time can be very educational and it can be very relaxing for children. There are several apps that my daughter absolutely loves. One of them is the app Homer, which by the way, is not sponsored in any way. We love educational apps that give her the space to relax next to me and also give me a little bit of a break, keeps her entertained for a little bit. And we usually do this for about 30 minutes to an hour and then we get back up and we go do something else, which leads me to point number three. 
This was one of my favorite tips shared by one of our coaching clients recently, and that was to create play zones around the house. So especially in the summer months, children get overwhelmed. Oftentimes their playrooms can be really overstimulating to them. So if they go into a playroom and it's kind of chaotic in there, or there are too many options in there, they feel overwhelmed and so they won't play, right? So what this mom encouraged other moms in our group coaching to do was to actually take toys out of the playroom and set up play zones around the house. So for instance, if you have magnet tiles, you would just put the magnet tiles in a box in the floor in the dining room, for example. If you have dinosaurs, you would set up a couple of dinosaurs on the coffee table in the living room. And then if you have blocks or baby dolls or Barbie dolls, you would set those up in a station and you just leave them there. And she said it was absolutely magical because children, her children, she has three, they would go and each find a little play zone and they would play for hours, she said, hours by themselves. (laughs) Like every mom was like, oh my gosh, I could take a breath of fresh air if I got hours to do the things that I need to do around the house or just to relax myself. The fourth thing is to give yourself permission to rest. Okay, this kind of falls in line with prioritizing self-care. But when you, I feel like especially as women and as moms, we put this pressure and we almost find our value in what we do rather than who we are, just being a mama. We find our value in how well we're able to keep a clean home or make good meals or get all the laundry done. And we have this task list where we tell ourselves, well, I'll be a good mom whenever I can avoid all of the tantrums in the day, have a perfectly peaceful day where everybody's completely joyful and happy and nobody feels sad. Nobody feels disappointed. Nobody feels frustrated. Nobody gets angry. Nobody hits anybody, bites anybody, kicks anybody, screams at anybody, right? I'll be a perfect mom whenever I can get all of the laundry done and all of the dishes done and make three meals a day and be like this perfect Stepford wife. And we know, we know in our logical brains that that is not actually feasible. We know that we would actually feel really overwhelmed if we were doing that every day, but yet we still subconsciously have that expectation for ourselves. So let's pause here and I want you to ask yourself, what do I need to shift in my mindset to get rid of that expectation of myself and of my children, right? Because you're expecting yourself to be the perfect mom and you're expecting your children to be the perfect children. And you know that neither is truly possible. So what would it take for you to get rid of that expectation and give yourself a realistic expectation? And lastly, this is, it kind of flows perfectly. Practice mindful parenting. Okay, that means put the phone away. Put the phone away. Put your phone down. Stop listening to the podcast episode. Not really, because we're getting to the good stuff. But after this podcast episode, put your phone down. Give your children some undivided attention and be fully present with them. There's something that I talk about in my coaching with my clients called your heart's eye. And the way that I describe this to my clients is that it is like when your body is present but your brain and your heart, your mind and your heart are completely elsewhere. Like your kid says, mom, will you play with me? And you sit and you play, but your heart is over here focused on, oh my gosh, 
gosh, I have all of these things that I've got to get done. I need to get to the laundry. I don't want to be here playing. I don't enjoy this. I don't feel valuable whenever I'm doing this. I want to go and do the laundry because that's where I find my value. If that's you, I want to encourage you to step into being fully present and shifting your heart's eye focus to your children in these moments because this will create peace. It will create more peace, not perfect peace in your home, but it will create more peace because your children sense when your heart's eye is disconnected. And that's actually what they're seeking. And you know what they, what they do when children sense that your heart's eye is turned away? They often don't say, mommy, I feel really disconnected from you right now. And I need some time. I need some quality time. I need some physical touch. I need, you know, some words of affirmation from you. I need you to fill my love tank, right? They don't have language for that. What do they do? They act out, right? They get, they have those unwanted behaviors. They get a little bit feisty. They start to pester a little bit. They start to push your buttons, all the buttons that they seem to know exactly which ones to push. When your child is pushing buttons, they are not seeking attention. They are seeking connection. They're seeking your heart's eye to reconnect with it. So practice mindful parenting in little pockets of the day. It's not feasible to put your phone away all day, every day. It's not feasible to be fully present in every single moment with your kids without fail. Okay, so don't don't raise that bar so high that you can't even see it. But tell yourself, hey, it's okay to put the phone away for a little bit and to be fully present with the kids and to learn to find my value in doing this with my child and connecting my heart to my child's heart, right? That's what I feel like I'm a visual person. So I get this vision of children almost like their little hearts having hands and they're like reaching out to us and our hearts and our hands, our heart's hands, our hearts have eyes and hands. Um, our heart's eye is turned away and our heart's hands are like trying to find the thing that gives us value. And really what our children want is just for us to turn our heart toward them and to lock arms with them and say, hey, I see you and I'm here. I'm fully present with you and I want to connect with you. All right. That leads me to point number three. I told you I was going to give you a free resource that is very valuable and it's perfect for the summer months because it's called the Summer Survival Kit. In the Summer Survival Kit, I give you indoor activity ideas for children zero to 18 years and they're broken down into age groups. I also give you outdoor activities for children one to 18 years because usually children under one are pretty satisfied just kind of laying there and being, right? Oh, to be a child under one, having all of your needs met. <laughs> and I feel like the world would be so peaceful if we could kind of tap into that every once in a while. I also give you peaceful parenting travel tips. So if you have a vacation coming up, these tips are not just your average travel tips. These are unique travel tips that I have given you. Then I have transition scripts. What are transitions, Rachel? That sounds like coach speak. Okay, it is kind of coach speak. So transitions are when we are transitioning from one activity to another. So instead of saying, okay, guys, it's time to go to the pool. Let's get in the car. If your child is in a room playing and they are zoned in on something, or maybe they're watching one of their favorite shows and you say, all of a sudden it's time to go. And they're like, wait, what? Hold up. 
I, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm in the middle of something. That's what their brain is thinking, right? You're going to see more tantrums. You're going to see more unwanted behaviors when we don't give a smooth transition. So in these transition scripts, I'm going to give you exact phrases to say to help children move to the next activity peacefully, right? Okay. This is perfect for like, let's say you're at the pool or the park or the science museum or the beach and you tell your children it's time to go. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it so you can avoid the meltdowns and the tantrums. And then lastly, I'm going to give you tips on reducing reactions, both reactions from your children and reactions from yourself so that you don't slip over into that reactive parenting that you're so desperately trying to break the cycle of. But so you're able to show up peacefully and move your household from chaos to calm consistently. So you can open the description of this video and you're going to see the link there to the Summer Survival Kit. Again, it is a free resource that I have available for you. If you got something out of this episode, we would love to hear from you. So open up the description of the video, leave us a review or a comment and let others know what you're getting out of this podcast. Be sure to share this episode with your friends. If you know that somebody's going on vacation, you know that somebody is feeling really overstimulated or overwhelmed in the summer, maybe you've been meeting with a mom friend and she said, man, I'm just, this summer is kicking my tail. I want the kids to go back to school. You can say, oh, I have the perfect podcast episode for you. Let me send it to you. If you are a customer of HIC Parenting Education at all, meaning you have any of our resources, that does include our free resources, you can join our Facebook group. It's called HIC Cycle Breaker. It is a free community to be part of, and you do have to be a customer. So you can get any of our resources and join that group. It is an amazing, supportive group of like-minded parents. And don't forget, it only takes understanding to break your cycle. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.